I pay attention to detail. And I do well with descriptions. I make my living now painting pictures with words. And even at eleven, it was a noted skill. Miss Sesmire started sending notes home to my parents in kindergarten. And by second grade, I was helping write the school's play. I have a way with words. But what stood among those trees in that perfect October sun, well, it continues to defy all explanation and description. I could have painted you a picture of a ragged rabbit fox, all matted fur, not as red as in the movies, but a faded orangish and sick, with drool stretching like clear, thick glue from its sagging giles. I could have told you a story about a madman in rags, with long blonde hair, a beard, and cold blue eyes. But he wasn't there. There was no fox, or no man in those woods. It wasn't a monster neither. No. It, it was darkness. I saw a black hole back among those trees. It was a black hole in a vaguely ape-like outline. It had long arms and heavy it was tall, it was wide, and it was absent of all light. And it was standing there in the sun and blue sky. My God, it had been a beautiful day. But now it was looking at me. And by God, I wanted to scream, but I didn't have a voice left. Now, I only paused a moment, just a moment, while I grabbed Nikki's arms and pulled her ahead of me. Then my voice came. I yelled, run, Nikki, run! And we ran. And as we ran, we sensed as much as saw the darkness was running, too. Nikki ran with blood running down her legs. And we were both slapped in the faces by long, thin pine branches. They whipped across our cheeks, smacked across the bridges of our noses, raked out clumps of hair. But we didn't pause. We ran because we knew our lives depended on our speed. The trees flew by, and all I could hear was the sound of my heart and my shallow, fast breathing. I barely felt the whipping branches after a time, and I was more aware of the crunch of the pine needles beneath my running feet. Then, very suddenly, without warning, 
I tumbled down the embankment that separated the woods from the old service road. I tumbled down the edge, the brown dirt shifting into the white detritus that made up the unpaved road. It was all sand, ground seashells and small rocks. My knees were cut. My elbows were skinned. I scratched my left cheek on an old clamshell, and I have that scar still. I stood, without brushing myself off or checking my wounds, I turned to grab Nikki one more time and tell her to run on down that road. I turned... There was no one there. I was alone.